0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Unwiring Minds. This is Raquel Pazbergia, your host, and today we have Chad Peavy. He is a author, a speaker, and coach, and he's here to talk about how we can overcome our past. So I'll let you get right to it.
1: Good morning, Raquel. Thanks so much for having me and giving me the opportunity to share some of my story with your listeners. I really appreciate it. So I I, I think that overcoming our past is something that a lot of us have in common. It's not uncommon for folks to go through something in their life and then live with the consequences of that as they move throughout their life. For me, that experience was growing up a, a gay kid in rural Arkansas with not exactly a um, gay Mecca. It's yeah. uh, It was a tough and challenging place to grow up as a sensitive little gay boy in rural Arkansas. And there were consequences of living through that experience. And so for me, overcoming my past really centered a lot around that experience. And the lesson that I got growing up in that experiences and suffering those consequences was that this human experience is filled with suffering. There is all sorts of suffering, but I also figured out along my path that other people are suffering too. And so it was really important for me and my work to figure out how do we best make sense of this human experience? How do we best make sense of this suffering? How do we move through it and live a life that we really want to live? And how do do we do that? And for me, I've resolved to this idea that Every day when I wake up, I get to make a decision about my suffering. I can either suffer from, I can suffer from what could have been, what should have been to be, or I can suffer toward, meaning I can suffer toward creating the life that I want for myself, for the people that I love, for the community that I want to create and build. And so I decide every single day what it is I'm going to suffer toward. And so I, I I have immersed myself in suffering toward in my life. The through line in my life, I think, is service to others, whether that be through nonprofits or community building, starting nonprofits, teaching, writing books, or any of the things that I do. I have found that when I make the decision to suffer toward and get out of myself and get into other people, it it is... It is a significant and critical ingredient for my own healing and overcoming my past.
0: That sounds wonderful. I mean, I think that a lot of people do have, as you mentioned, a lot of backstories where suffering was included. A lot of people have had challenging childhoods or later in life in when they were young adults, even as adults, um, there's a lot of experiences that are challenging and that make life sometimes harder than it sh- than it should be um, but it's very interesting that you've approached it as suffering toward rather than suffering from I think that's an approach that not many people take and I think it's definitely insightful and I would love if you um, could discuss a little bit more on how each day you sort of try to take this approach how do you think people can um, try to take on this approach
1: Yeah. So I think I'm always thinking about as I move throughout my life, professionally and personally, what is it that I'm going to create? What is it that I'm going to create? And when I get in this mode of I'm going to create, that gets me out of a mode of reacting to circumstances or events or what has happened to me it's a more proactive approach to living your life so if i get up every day and say today i'm going to do something to make somebody else's life experience better and for me that has meant making my making a life experience better for people like me for people who are coming up behind me how do i make their life better it takes me out of this mindset of constantly ruminating about my own growing up experience, constantly digging into, oh, I wish that my dad had done this for me instead. I wish that my dad hadn't beat me, hadn't abused me, hadn't done all of these things. Yes, I could get up every day and wish that things had gone differently, but it doesn't create a constructive future for me. And in some way that, that allows my abuser to to maintain power and control over me as long as i continue to live my adult life giving him that power and so i've made a decision raquel for me that i'm not going to give that to him that i am going to move forward and i'm going to create and coming from a place in my life where i'm coming from creation gives me back my own agency and autonomy uh, for creating the life that i want to create
0: Exactly. No, very, very powerful. That's true. And then and we've had other people also discuss how it is important to know when we need to think about ourselves to when we need to prioritize ourselves so that we are helping others as well. Because by putting mm-hmm. needs, which sometimes our needs are putting others before us, but putting those needs first is helping fulfill everybody else as well. So it's very interesting that you're taking this approach and For people that are in the spot where they've just suffered something that is very challenging that has made them suffer quite an extent of um, feelings that are negative, they've had a whole lot of suffering, what do you think is that Mm -hmm. step they can take towards this um, sort of approach?
1: Yeah, I, I, I really appreciate that question because I, I want to make it clear that my path was not one where I just woke up one day and decided, oh, I'm going to create and suffer toward. That wasn't what happened, right? I spent, um, I, I've been in therapy since about fourth grade is mm-hmm. when they first put me with the school counselor and and they knew that something was different about me. they pro- They didn't realize what was going on with me, but they knew something was off. And so from that time in my life, all the way up until today, I have been in and out of therapy, mostly in. And so there was a lot of processing for me, um, processing the the trauma of my past, processing what it was that I wanted to create moving forward. So it wasn't as if there was just this epiphany one day. It was years and years and years of processing and seeking to understand. I did that through therapy. So if folks are looking for like, what's the one thing I should do today, if it's within your, um, if you have the resources to find a good therapist, I I highly recommend that. Um, If you can't do that, finding someone that you trust to begin talking to them, uh, a friend, a colleague, maybe there are resources at your uh, place of employment or at your school or university, seek out someone that you can talk to. I think that that is above and head and shoulders above any other uh, thing that I might recommend right now. But some of the other things that I did, I did um, group therapy. So group therapy is considerably less expensive than individual one-on-one therapy. And I think in many ways is, I don't wanna say better than or worse than, but just different than one-on-one when i'm in group therapy i look around the room at six to eight other people and it's almost like looking in a mirror because they reflect back to you things that you're blind to about yourself that you don't recognize in yourself so and they bring up things and and you get multiple perspectives on processing what you've experienced so if individual therapy or coaching is not available to you group therapy is a great alternative Um, If that's not within your reach, we have so many resources to generous authors and content creators that have created written books or created YouTube content that are absolutely free that you can start diving into and processing. I would seek out things specifically that give you journal prompts. Uh, that give you ways to help you guide your thinking and guide your processing. So in my book, for example, Break and Untangle, in every single chapter, there are three different t- action items that I ask the reader to do to help them process one of the 12 mindsets that I've just outlined for them. So there are journal prompts and exercises in there. And I did that because on my path, it was important for me to not just read the information, but then how do I make this information applicable to me and use this information to process my life? And so those are the things that I would suggest that folks start with. If you've got the resources, therapy. If that's out of reach, maybe look at group therapy or look at someone at your school or university. If that's out of reach, YouTube content or books and specifically those with action items or journal prompts in them.
0: Yes. Yeah, so at the end of the day, there's a lot of ways we can start. And so when do you think is after you, this moment starts and you start going to therapy, you go to group therapy or something, the things that you've outlined, do you think there's a moment where you realize that it is time to go towards um other goals, things that are going to fulfill you? Is there a moment that that happens or is it going to be gradual even after you get started?
1: I, I think that Hmm. I think what you're asking is like, is there this flash moment of an epiphany or self actualization Uh, is for me, the answer was no, that did not happen. It was a lot of little things that just kept adding up and kept adding up. And I think one of the things that happens is the impetus to move forward and create is done. So with like one little weight at a time until eventually you're like, all right, Enough of this, I gotta move forward. And for me, that moving forward, like there was just this pressure all this way to like, all right, I got it's just time to go, it's time to move, it's time to advance. And it was like, all right, that was the moment. I wouldn't say moment, but it was that f- season in my life where I that I came to where it was like, all right, how do I start getting out of myself and getting into the service of others? And like as you alluded to, Raquel earlier, that getting into service of others was also about me getting about me helping me like that was part of the healing process
0: fulfilling your role and exactly your yes, I know exactly. yes. I yeah. know because at the end of the day, it's not always um about everybody else. It's just it's something that you wanted to do that helps you. And in your case, by helping yourself, you were helping others as well. so mhm-. And it's a good it's a good mix at the end of the day because who doesn't want to be helping themselves and everybody around them too? But thank you really for coming out here and sharing both your your story and the impact that you're making right now. I think you have very valuable. Um, lessons that you can teach and that you have to offer. And for the listeners, I do recommend you go read Chad's book because um, he does provide, as he mentioned, so many different advice on there and actions that you can do to help get started after um, episodes of trauma, episodes of suffering. So thank you so much for being here today. And to the listeners, I'll see you next time.